0: Alright, we're back. Uh, Choke Artist Podcast. Uh thanks for listening. I'm gonna tell you right now, uh subscribe to this podcast. I'm only gonna do it when I feel like it. You don't need to <laughs> fucking hear me have opinions every week. I don't think you need to have hear anyone have opinions every week. Word. I feel like there's too many of that too much of that out there. Um but my guest today I felt like would be an interesting person to have on just based on things I've heard and seen actually. So <laughs> ben, ben wave
1: Yes, honestly. that is great.
0: What what's your what what names do you like perform under?
1: Uh, bent Wave and there's ngga. Ngga. What's it like cursing on this? You curse? Okay, ngga or nigga is the pronunciation. But it's that was like a performance art piece. Okay. That project, because only certain people could say the name, and then everyone would be weirded out. They'd be like, "How do I how do I rep this?" And I'd be like, yeah. oh, you got caught out, dude." I
0: I so I saw one of your sets. I saw the first 15 minutes of it, and then my ride had like left, but it was. 15 minutes of you, like, hyping the crowd. Oh, okay.
1: Where, <laughs> when and where was this? This
0: is, like, probably this past year, actually, and it was, I think, Roach Motel. Okay, yeah. And it was, I think, a battle they did.
1: It was a battle of the bands? Yeah. Oh, the, that was crazy, yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. That one was probably the most fun I can remember.
0: Yeah. So, do, is, like, the a lot of that, like, performance, or, like, when you perform under NGGA, is it, like, usually, like trying to mess with the crowd in some ways?
1: NGGA, I'm usually beating people up. So that'll be like at the hardcore shows, I'll do the NGGA. And then I think it was one time my friend LaRoche, Wee Sing Sin, he was a rapper. uh, He was sad about some romance drama. Uh, And then he was like in the corner. I didn't know this, but I was just intoxicated as well but I just turned around at the beginning of my set as soon as the breakdown started I just turned around kicked him right in the balls (laughs) (laughs) so people would be ready for that but he wasn't ready for it but generally I've been known to like drop kick the crowd uh, and then people would either move or just get hit and it's like cool it starts a pit
0: yeah I I think that energy as long as like people are open to it is totally fine
1: too. Yeah, yeah. Usually they're open to it. There's one time this girl got a panic attack. But I didn't even do anything. I just backed up I just backed up into the crowd. And that she was too, like freaked out. Yeah, she was she was out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm a strong believer that you should be able to kick your friend's
1: ass out of show at the Yeah, break, yeah. Right? That's that's fun.
0: Yeah. Open it up. So like a, a lot of when you perform under that is just like kinda of raw energy stuff and like do you improvise a lot of it or
1: I'll improvise essentially essentially all of the crowd work yeah yeah because I'm not gonna practice it it's like <laughs> I'm at home speaking to an invisible crowd i don't I don't like practicing in general
0: yeah uh, well especially when it's when it's something that it depends on the environment that you're in
1: yeah, you, totally you
0: can, like you said you can't do it alone yeah it's just but, weird but yeah so yeah the time I saw you it was like fifty maybe like ten minutes of just like you starting your set but like getting and you had someone else with you too but like oh, yeah it was josh. Yeah, yeah. So, like, getting the crowd ready. And then, like, I feel like in, in the audience, they were, like, waiting for it to start, and it hadn't yet, and you were just still hyping. Ah, uh,
1: yeah, yeah, Classic. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was really good. So, what what's, like, the – what's the purpose of you doing stuff like that?
1: That is usually to set an ambiance or a vibe. And while doing it, at times, I'll have to – Prime the crowd or give them some information That the content of the songs Is not going to be my actual philosophy It's supposed to be a project So the NGGA thing started as a Project on Faulkner It was a senior, senior seminar So I do analytic philosophy and English lit At Rutgers yeah. uh, Just right down the block uh, And that was in an English course on Faulkner Anabellum author uh, And his whole he Created this township called B4 In like Jefferson, Alabama Or something Uh, where it was supposed to be, like, the most racist town ever. A lot of lynchings went on there. The NGGA project was supposed to be this sort of uh, mythical creature who was, like, the most racist white guy and the most misogynist white guy and black guy at the same time and ignorant person of all time. And they just called him NGGA. Uh, So that was that. So everything I'm saying is supposed to be, like, horrific.
0: So, like, just kind of encompassing hatred and, like... Yeah, it's
1: supposed to be that. So when I do that, because... All the cur- I just don't say a lot of cur- slurs and pejoratives in the songs. Uh, but usually uh, in a weird usage, it makes it l- lose the traditional usage of these curses. Uh, so it's not clear. But if people don't know that, then they'll be like, the hell is this guy's problem?
0: Like how so? Like what's a questionable line? Like a line that someone might uh, find.
1: Oh, the the beginning of this one song, "Hobamba," The line is, tell that bitch she's my property. And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <straight on>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? What's
0: funny though is like I feel like fifteen years ago, maybe even like ten years. Eh, no, nah, it's twenty nineteen. I'd say like early two thousands, late nineties and rap that was like almost like like borderline what some people were yeah, saying. Yeah, people still say something. Like that. Yeah, yeah, it's still definitely happening. But I think I think like knowing that it's a like a, a character, I guess you would call it. Um, it kind of adds an interesting spin to it.
1: Yeah, I I got one line in this one song. All right, and the whole song is "Shut up, bitch." It's all right. Uh, and that's basically it. And I just say it in different inflections and in tones and melodies. And then at the end of it, I was like, but is it all right? Or am I just a complete and total asshole? <laughs> uh, and I like doing stuff like that. Cause then it gives it away. It's like, oh, wait a second. No, this guy's probably just an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People
0: are in on the phone at least.
1: Yeah. Pretty so, so you started that from like a school thing? Yeah. It was a school project. Cause I, before I would freestyle every now and then, but I had no project and no name. Uh, this was like 2015 or so. And then when that started, then I started doing shows. And that was cool, and it's from the beginning because the nature of the content was so in your face, and I would choose these very obscure u k drill beats before I started producing my own stuff uh and that would just make it such that there were pits from the start, so it was cool,
0: yeah, neat so as like uh as a producer, do you find uh like w- how do you feel about most people making beats now? They kinda suck, oh my god it it's it's hard, yeah, I don't know. I was on like I was listening to a lot of like those YouTube full streams of like lo fi beats to study relax. Oh, this Jesus. is like three years ago, and then like eventually, I was like, I don't know what any of these songs are. It just all became one thing. It's like,
1: one. It's one continuous song. Yeah,
0: like a jazz sample with like uh like boom-bap kick and snare. Maybe not even sometimes. Just like yeah. some like real basic shit at times. It's and bad. It's, it's it, bad. It's tough. Yeah, it's There's, all the same guy as well. <laughs> yeah, right. That's like like uh, Katy Perry like has. There's like, there's like a few producers that for like mainstream pop artists and they do like, like 15 artists.
1: Yeah. The same, the same, uh, miserable, uh, Oracle doing the same thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, what, I mean, what we do is completely different than that. And I think like I, I, from what I listened to and like what I saw, like, I appreciate that you are an artist. I don't know why I'm putting this in quotes, but like you're, at least, <laughs> you're doing something different. You're not like playing the part of like, Oh, what's up? Like follow me on soundcloud or talk. Oh yeah
1: i don't really do that
0: yeah I've, I've been feeling this this way recently about going to shows and every fucking every band i see or anyone i see especially on like a local level is oh it's like i'm watching a commercial sometimes yeah
1: it's, it kind of sucks I had a show over the weekend and it was all friends so i'm not gonna shit on them but at the same time everyone, there was like a five minute part of each one where everyone's like hey here's my instagram handle here's my youtube here's my facebook uh, I'll give that information out if requested Because uh, usually that happens I'm like where can we find you I'm like, You can find me here uh, Standing in a random basement yeah, I like that like for fortuitous times You have to search yeah. You have to find out on a bill It's kind of ancient But I'm not going to just sit there And just pitch myself Yeah I feel mean, that I, feel there's that. A I reason like that I,
0: answer though dude Like where, where can we find you Right here Right <laughs> <Yeah>. now
1: <laughs> In the moment Word yeah Mindfulness
0: Yeah yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't think you need to tell the crowd if you're on Spotify. I think they'll find out. People are smart enough to use their phones to do everything Yeah, else. it so,
1: Yeah. Spotify kind of sucks. I don't like it. I don't want to put my stuff out through some random distro kid or something, because they own your music in that point. Yeah. That's why I don't do the Spotify thing. It's convenient for people, but it's not convenient for the artists at all.
0: No, you don't get paid shit. Either. Yeah, you don't
1: get paid a penny. Yeah. Uh, penny per stream.
0: It's like a fraction of a penny. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's, r- it's rough. Yeah. It's yeah so, I mean, you know, the whole the whole landscape of music has changed and it's still going to change like really drastically. So I, th- I think it's cool. You just kind of do your thing. Totally. So yeah. are, are you trying to do less of the NGGA stuff now?
1: I've put that on the shelf kind of and in just infuse it all into Bent because NGGA is now the most commercially viable in the sense of getting booked was difficult at times. Why? Uh, Because you'd have a bunch of racists running venues. uh, And most of my crowd is going to be white. Just because I'm at Rutgers right now. And most of the people I know are white.
0: And it's funny because it's like. I mean, if you look at, like, the demographics of Rutgers as a whole, I'd say it's, like, very mixed. But, like, the basement scene yeah, it's is fucking very, white. It's white as hell. Yeah.
1: And p- people don't know that. But there's one show my friend was trying to book me at, Brighton Bar. Uh, and then the owner was like, oh, GGA, huh? I don't really want that kind of crowd in here. And I was like, you're going to see white <laughs> college students, dude. You're not going to see him. But it's funny. I like the name. as opposed supposed to do that. But it worked yeah. almost too well.
0: Yeah. It's, like, uh, I don't want to say stigmatizing because, like, that— I, I don't know. Like it definitely is gonna make people feel a, a way.
1: Yeah, it does.
0: Yeah, when I first saw it, like I saw you in Bill somewhere. I'm like, yo, that's actually kind of tight. That, like, yeah. Because I think it takes, uh, I don't know, I don't know, guts or like a willingness to break balls to do totally.
1: Something like yeah, that. yeah. It, it's fun. I like it. I kind of liked it better than Ben Wave at times. Uh, but I like Ben Wave a lot because I do all the stuff in Ben Wave. Uh, but with that, it was fun. Yeah, it was just fun. Did you? I, um, I don't know where I was
0: going. Have you like? and this is going to be me being an oblivious white guy, but, like, do you encounter, like, a lot of blatant racism, or do you notice more, like, subtle things? It's more
1: subtle these days. Yeah. Uh, idiots will be blatant. Like, I had this one coworker. This wasn't a part of the NGGA project, but this was the most blatant i probably received in a long time. It's just like, oh, Radcliffe, you took off your coat and you drank one of our shift drinks, which everyone's entitled to, after you clocked in. That is time theft. And I was like, what the fuck? What am I? I right here. And I was like, out of over 30 people on the stamp, how are you just going to single the one black guy so, out? Because you
0: drank something.
1: Yeah, you're like, you drank a drink. So I'm that fucking is, thirsty. That is time <laughs> theft. I was like, kid, Time theft. If you're the king of time theft, all you do is sit in the back and play with toys all day. <laughs> Fucking dick
0: Yeah, that's wild. I never even heard that term. Time theft. It's so
1: obscure. And I'm yeah. like, are you kidding me? Try but, to pursue this.
0: But that that was from someone who wasn't in like the music scene. That was they weren't
1: like, in the music scene. They're not even in the thinking scene. Yeah. But in the music scene, the most is people associating me with abusers or whatnot, uh, or people who've committed crimes, uh, because they might know me. And then I don't hang out with them at all. But the person will comment on my stuff, and then I'll be like, "All right, dude, I won't say anything to it." But then they'll be, like, "Oh, Radcliffe associates with abusers," and they'll do this at a disproportionate rate to other white people who might share the person in their story all the time. And be like, "Hey, it's my bro. Yeah, we're hanging out. Nothing happens to them. They're fine." But me as a random, they're like, people, people will comment on my stuff. They'll be like, "Don't hang out with abusers, and you'll get booked." I was like, "Wait, I don't. Ha- I don't. Who is this person? I don't hang out with these yeah. people." Yeah. It's,
0: I mean, it's not possible to do a background check on everyone. On yeah, my.
1: totally. Yeah. But I'll, I'll just notice there'll be a sharper intolerance uh, for everything I do. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of the new racism. Because people are looking for an excuse uh, to blackball you for some reason. part of the pun. Uh, so that's that's the main thing.
0: Almost like you're on, like, center Ice. Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, because I'd imagine, like, I mean, in some ways I feel like sometimes when people try to be too progressive it can be off-putting if they don't do it like in the right way too.
1: They have no training. They don't know what's going on. Uh the the most they might know is that they can theoretically cancel someone or if even not even do it consciously. That's the other part. Uh and they'll do it for weird reasons. There'll be certain people who are just filled with avarice, malice and vitriol uh, and they might be borderline psychotic. Uh, I've experienced this before. Yeah. Uh, but they'll use their identity as this sort of a uh, cape. And they'll keep all naysayers and all evildoers out. But it's not clear if the person's terribly unwell. And they are like a beacon of hope in the scene. There's one very racist person. I'll give the name. Uh, but they are supposed to be doing a laugh for black people. They're not black. They're not black at all. Uh, but they're supposed to be like a shining knight of throwing black shows. And they hate me. Uh, because I'm apparently creepy. 'Cause I asked I asked uh no, we used to flirt regularly. Uh and they came to me, they were the aggressor, and they would say shit like, Hey, let's hang out in private and not at shows because there's things we can't do, wink wink sure. at shows. Yeah. And then one day I called a friend out for being racist and they're like Radcliffe must made me uncomfortable several times and they to several other oh, women. Oh. And I was like, What?
0: Yeah, it's was, hard when <laughs> the whole dialogue, the whole narrative can change just when someone
1: feels like it. Yeah. And
0: then people are gonna take their word for it. You yeah, know, they just took the word. it's like, how can he not, you not? Know?
1: And there was other people in the show scene, because this is like a five-year period. And, of course, I've asked people out before. Uh, politely, very respectful. I'm very aware that I'm black. And I'm very aware that there is an entire history, uh, starting from early in America's foundation, when there was black people out, when slaves were freed, when slaves were not around, of just hypersexualization sexualization of black people, particularly black males as well, and being this oh creepy aggressor. I've been aware of shit of this. Yeah. So I tread on very thin light, thin ice. I'll be very polite and I'll be like treading. I'll, I'll be on ice skates. I'll be on ice skates and the ice skates will weigh like they'll weigh one pound maybe. Uh, and I'll weigh one pound as well. Uh, and I'll be aware of this and I'll be like, hey, what's up? And that's it or some shit. Uh, I'll be like, "Hi, my name is Radcliffe." They'll be like, "Hey, that guy said hi to me once. What an asshole!" And yeah. this this was big. But I had friends because people knew me because I had been around, and they're like, "This guy's not. This guy's not creepy at all." And so I had to do counter PR work. But I'm always doing PR work for myself. Yeah,
0: yeah. It it's tricky a lot, man. That's not-
1: the most racist, though. The most racist is this sort of weird interpersonal uh, racial sexual dynamic that you have to skirt around. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it. I don't know. If- I'm not very good at being social, but I found that, like, some people, too, like, especially in, like, the tri-state, a lot of people are, like, kind of closed off to interactions at that time, too. So maybe, like, talking to people sometimes, they're just, like, scared in some ways.
1: Yeah, everyone's scared. Uh it's rough when you come in black as well because I used to do mosh pits. And the same thing This is when I started. I used to, like, out drunk uh, at a Pine Grove show. That was funny. Uh, <laughs> but everyone loved me for it. Except if people didn't know me, and they're like, "This guy's kind of weird. It's kind of making me uncomfortable." But yeah. Then they would look at everyone, and they be like, "Oh wait a second, this guy's one of us. He's an oddball out." And yeah. And there's one kid. He was in a prominent band. It's like there's something about that Radcliffe guy. I just don't like him. Something about him. And then my friends was like, "He's black. Is that what he trying to say?" <laughs> That's it. <laughs>
0: yeah. 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 I mean, I, I can't even like imagine the level of like just like I don't know. Because I'm sure I'm sure at this point like. Some of it is just easy to brush off in a lot of ways because it's like, all right, you're going to gonna you're gonna do that. That's what's been happening to me for a long time. Yeah, you're going have to. It's got to be long. It's got to be still kind of like wear you down in some ways. Though.
1: It does, yeah. You kind of get used to it. There's like a six-month period after a major traumatic event or positive event where your personality or mood state might change, but then it goes back to a baseline. So if your baseline is being met with all this avarice and maliciousness under whatever colors, pardon the pun. uh Then you just get used to it. And you're like, okay, I'm gonna do PR work for myself. I'm aware that there's this weird hypersexualization of me that I kind of have to be aware of. Do you uh, think it's part of it's because your music too? Uh, I guess it's rap music at times. It's not even rap music, but people tell me it's rap music when it's not. I'll the newer like, stuff, yeah. It's not yeah, rap music. No, yeah. They'll be like, oh, it's yeah, great rapper. I'm like. Dude, just say i'm black <laughs> <laughs> um so you you mentioned doing
0: pr work for yourself yeah what do you mean like kind of going online and making amends or
1: like uh i'll just be very polite over polite at times and then if it's in person online and both everywhere unless i'm like calling people out for calling me out or calling people out in general that sounds bad the way i phrase it, that sounds bad but if it's completely psychotic which has been the case in the past, is what I was trying to get at. You have psychotic racists, and they exist. They might not be actual psychotic. They might be borderline. They might be sociopathic. I'm not a psychiatrist or a psychotherapist, so I can't give an accurate yeah, yeah. Uh, cl- clinical diagnosis. But what I can say is that there are idiots about, and they might be mentally unwell, physically unwell, and mental supervenes on the physical I do philosophy of mind and (laughs) cognitive science. So I have some credentials. Yeah. And when I see behaviors that do not line up with the outside world and when they, it's a case that when you're looking for a scapegoat, we finally, we find outliers. So we have people that we outgroup and the brain does that. I'm part of that. I'm part of an outgroup just by the fact of being black, 13, 14% of the population. I'll be aware of this and so i'll be like hey there's going to be these maniacs running roaming about and they're probably going to be in basements for some reason uh, due to different sociopolitical realities uh, if i encounter them i have to be very sharp so i have to be sharp with all these all these people who are going to be drunk and they're not going to remember things well and they might they're going to find a reason to hate black people uh, it's
0: like you're being tested every
1: time. Yeah, every freaking time I go to the damn basement in some asshole. And I just got to be like, hey, I'm the nicest guy here. Yeah. And then whenever, so when that shit went down, people were like, Miracle, he's the nicest, most respectful guy I've met. I'm, I sound like Donald Trump there. but uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Great guy. <laughs> no, yeah, I think like, it's funny because you said 13 to 14% of the population, but like in a basement show, it's probably like 1%. Yeah, you're you're kind of point, point zero 0.03. Yeah. So how do you think there can be more inclusiveness?
1: People gotta stop just booking their friends. Cause if you're just a white dick, you're gonna be friends with white dicks. And that's what usually happens. Like new pop punk show, new indie show. We're booking like twenty of them through the summer. Uh, nobody's booking, and they don't book black. I'm friend, I'm theoretically friends with these people as yeah. well, um, but I just have a large social, social circle. What the hell? Social circle. Sure. Uh, and they have to. They have to be aware of this. Like the one person that I got into beef with, it started the whole creep narrative. Uh, it wasn't. Didn't have to do anything with talking to women. this was the funny part it had this is how it all started the person was a white woman she hopped on a bill a bill that I was booked on and she was like hey there's no women on this bill don't invite me to this ever and I was like hey okay Uh, however is it the case that you book with the same ferocity do you book people of color on your bills is there a logical concurrence there where I can say I can hop on an all woman bill. I was like, this would look kind of fucked up if I did this though, wouldn't it? Uh I just gave a thought experiment and I was like, hey, there's no black people on this all woman bill. What the fuck? You guys are assholes, never invite me. And I was like, come on, that would be kind of that would be kinda of fucked up. Yeah. This is all people of color bill. And there's like mad white all white bills uh that you could have focused your attack on. They didn't do this. And so I was like, hey, try to be intersectional. Um and then they're like, okay, after a while, and I was like, let's clap. And then they just unfriended me. I was like, what the fuck, dude? And then their friend, I would talk to their friend, and their friend contacted me. And then they just deflected after I was like, this was pretty racist and pretty naive is a better word. Sure. Uh, and biased to an extent. And they're like, oh, you're a creep. And I was like, w-.
0: yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all that. It seemed to spiral fast. As far as <laughs> inclusiveness on shows, I mean, it's 100% possible. And I had a, I had Kai Kyle from the band Steve on, oh, you know, and he was talking about this too, but it's like I, I feel like it shouldn't be forced, like it shouldn't be like a token thing ever. Yeah, but it shouldn't. There should be an effort made for sure. And It like, doesn't seem it, like
1: anyone's trying. What happened? It doesn't seem like anyone's trying. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah they need to meet black people or people of color. I, I separate them purposefully, but you have to meet these people first, go to their shows, because I've been throwing a lot of them recently. Uh, with locals and a lot of them they're all black almost um uh, but nobody all the white people they don't go to'. It's like you gotta go to these shows the same way if you want to get booked that you go to shows theoretically at least you have to
0: be a part of the community
1: yeah, you have to be part of the damn community. it can't just be a part of a white community because that looks that looks pretty racist uh if everyone there is white, you don't reach out to anyone else, but they're in this weird this weird circle jerk uh this weird uh nexus. Of whiteness and indie shows. Uh, and if you're not a part of it, you kind of can't be a part of it. You need to try. I used to try pretty hard. I used to go there, I like at the Pine Grove shows. But it was so terrible. I, was, I hated it the whole time. That's why I used to just drink there. <laughs> and I was just creating Mospits at a Pine Grove show. It's
0: um, <laughs> <laughs> fucking great. Yeah, I don't, and you know, I feel like it would only make things better if things were more mixed. I, I find, and this is my personal opinion as someone who doesn't listen to a lot of that music, I get fucking bored. Like with,
1: like, it's bad. Yeah, the like, music really is bad.
0: I maybe like, occasionally I'll put some shit on like that, but I don't know. I I feel like I want to go to shows to have a, a good time and enjoy myself. So, it's more so the music I gravitate to, and this is purely my preferences. But I I feel like when it feels
1: like it's a click,
0: it's it's wrong. Like it's been,
1: bad. Yeah. Yeah. because they book the same bands, and the bands aren't good. But they somehow get booked everywhere. Uh, there's people that go about and just ask rampantly for shows. That doesn't seem to work. I don't. I've never tried it, to be honest. Yeah. But
0: we gotta hope that, because cause at this point I'm I'm
1: 29, so I'm like
0: eight years out of being in college and like being in the new. I mean, I still play shows in New Brunswick, but I, I would feel weird messaging a fucking 19 year old kid like, Hey, yeah, yo, what's up? Can, <laughs> I, can I come over and like bring my drums and come meet my friends? So like. I'm I'm always fortunate that there are people that are still in tune to the music shit I'm doing that will have us, and I'm I'm always just glad I can still be part of it. So I think it's there's an awesome potential, and like for New Brunswick, and there is a, a strong community. It Certainly has flaws in some aspects. Totally, yeah. But I mean, there's potential, and it's just like just strive to be better at what we're doing.
1: You know? Yeah, a hundred percent. The prescription I got from a friend because he used to book. Uh, in town, but he just moved out of his show house. They didn't, I don't, just, he, the way he put it was that the future is in your hands, the future of the scene's in your hands, dude. And I was like, wait, said, why does that have to be in my hands? Uh, it's like just do-it-yourself type stuff. I might get a job at this undisclosed location. Well, oh, fuck, it. it's Chamber 43. I might get a job doing event coordination there.
0: They've been having a lot of good shit there. That They've would been be doing cool. punk and hardcore shows too, which I never thought they would do there. Yeah, but, uh,
1: and so. if I get booked over there, then I would do a lot of that. If I get the position there, I'll just do all punk, hardcore, and electronic stuff. Make a rule, no indie stuff, or maybe just a little bit. Well,
0: they'll have. I'm sure no matter what, they'll have some of that there, because it's you know it's a night. That's a nice night for some people. Like go to the record shop and like. Yeah, totally. Like, and not to say this as an insult, but it's like safe. Totally, movies, yeah, you know? so, above ground, yeah. no
1: vampires. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: all for. I'm all for everyone having a voice. Um,
1: Except yeah. indie kids, <laughs> they get no voice.
0: <laughs> We're declaring war on indie rock right here, right now. <laughs> but the new stuff you're doing is a little so- a little softer.
1: Yeah, people make comparisons to Animal Collective. I don't like it because I don't like Animal Collective and That's I don't fair. listen to them. Yeah, I don't, I'm
0: not super familiar with them. To be honest. They suck. It's like
1: ten. It's like ten randos. Like, I don't even know what it is. is it's
0: like uh, Brooklyn electronic rock. It's it's just yeah. gross. I'm just gonna yeah. say it's gross. Yeah, yeah. So Animal
1: Collector we could declare war on you this day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. What what do you try to capture with the new stuff you do?
1: Uh I'm kind of the spirit of Kingdom Hearts, kind of I don't know why. They, I've never thought about this. I just made one video with Kingdom Hearts scene scenery in it. Uh random aesthetic gifts. I like the colors blue and pink put together like cotton candy type stuff. It's sort of like a Dream, not DreamWorks. I'm not trying to bring in Shrek here. I just do random shit. I'm just say like I do random shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, but I try to get, like, cool. There's this band Night Jewel that I try to emulate at times. It's, like, this cool synth-pop, 80s-inspired band. So I'll, I'll look at that. Uh, what else inspires me? Like, Better Off Alone, Alice DJ stuff, early 90s dance stuff. I try to put that 80s and 90s together and then put a little bit of, like, Kingdom Hearts music Utada Hikaru type shit. I sound like a weep. This is I never think <laughs> th- I never think about my influences like that. But yeah, it's just random.
0: Yeah, well you ought it to be true to who you are. So
1: totally, do, yeah. do the shit you like. You
0: know, don't don't play the part of like oh well people are people are doing this so I got to do this.
1: Yeah, I, I don't. I do the opposite. People are doing that so I'm gonna do something random.
0: Yeah, it seemed from what I from what I saw from what I like checked out online, it seemed like you were just being you. On it, yeah, which I appreciate. Shit. I appreciate when people can do that and be true to like themselves and their music or art or whatever. But, um, You make your stuff, like, on your computer?
1: Remember? Yeah, usually, I use GarageBand just because I have no other software. But I figure I use this method. This is what my brother did. He got a pretty big following producing. Uh, we both did the same because we have shitty-ass hardware. But our thing is, like, if we can make it sound good on terrible hardware and terrible software, then we can do it elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, so I used to mix on the iPhone. Uh, and then they have actually better equipment.
0: Like GarageBand on your iPhone? Yeah.
1: sick, yeah. They have good 808s. That's all I care about there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But they have some good synths as well. You have to kind of do it. You have to kind of make it yourself. So I I made some good instruments on it. But getting it to sound good there, and I can usually get it to sound good on, like, a car speaker or somewhere else that people are going to test it. Uh, Because half the people are going to listen to it on their phones as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, But... That's usually what I do. I just test random shit out. Yeah, and I try to make sense. That sound like an arcade. Yeah, that's what I, I just usually go for arcadey noises. Cool. Uh, and usually I can get them.
0: But not like, not like eight bit. Not like uh, Game Boy. Like more like uh, yeah, a
1: bit more advanced. Yeah, like Cause n- Game Boy shit is played out. So what am I, Animal Crossing? Yeah, yeah, for real.
0: I it's funny I've, I feel like I brought this up on another podcast but there's a there's a Red Bull like interview that they did with Madlib and they're asking him like what do you use to make your albums and he's and he just says like yeah, it's not what you use it's what you make and, like, yeah it's not like you know you can do he was like I did this one album on like a fucking twenty dollar recorder with one overhead <laughs> mic and mic the drum set and it was like I think it was the album where he like chopped up a bunch of like stevie wonder shit or something but oh, dope. it's yeah it's not like you know people can fucking jerk off about gear all day yeah i'm totally. a drummer so i my anytime someone starts talking about anything electronic even i'm my brain turned like like dude setting this podcast rig up the, the first time i did it was Man. a challenge and there's two ports on it like what am Man. i doing huh. so, but um yeah i don't know i'm just you know make shit that you like and yeah you gotta know you gotta be hip to your your software, whatever you're using. you got to know how to use it, obviously. Yeah,
1: that can be done. I, I don't subscribe to Malcolm Gladwell because uh, there's there was a study I was reading on it because he has that stupid theory uh, where he's like, oh, 10,000 hours of work. Uh, you just have to do that. And there, was another, there was a study that came out just completely uh, sort of encompassing and then throwing that out. Oh, like uh,
0: 10,000 hours of work to be a master
1: at your craft? Yes, yeah, that's not, not true. They're like, you have 10,000 hours of work is okay, however... To be a genetic outlier uh, and just to be good naturally at things is usually what happens. Yeah. And they're like, so if you're looking at Usain Bolt, for instance, he's just, wow, he's like seven feet tall, basically. And he's a genetic freak. Yeah. And he doesn't have to do 10,000 hours. He's yeah. He's just plainly he's kind he's, of born to do that. He is, he's way. just naturally advantaged and is a, uh adapted and well-fit to the environment of doing sprints.
0: See, but I think you can be born, like, predisposed (laughs) to a lot of talent and
1: still just be... still suck. Or be lazy. Yeah, totally.
0: You just be like, fuck, I know I'm great, and that's it, and just be content with that. Yeah,
1: that that will negate. Your music will still suck if you do that. I kind of just put in a shit ton of hours. But to me, it's fun.
0: Well, that's the thing. It doesn't feel like work when you enjoy it. Yeah, totally. You're just doing what you have to do. Sometimes
1: I take shortcuts it'll bring get me a different s- sound uh, so if I don't want I sometimes like I have a bunch of friends who are professional sound engineers and they'll be like dude just send me your stuff or they'll be like hey I know engineers just send me stems but exporting stems on a shitty ass computer on a garage man is very difficult yeah. so I prefer not to do that that's what I do it myself basically because I don't want to sit there and export things for like three hours yeah you,
0: do you play stuff in on, like, keyboard, or do you, like, do it all with, like, loops and stuff?
1: Oh, I play stuff. I cool. prefer to play stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because what I heard, and I, I checked out, like, maybe three or four songs, but there was, like, synth-driven ideas. Yeah, I usually do that myself.
1: Tight, yeah. Because the synth loops just, they, they suck. I do make a lot. It's
0: basic, yeah. yeah.
1: There was right. one song I got a good synth loop, but I just modified it, Uh, modified the shit out of it.
0: Nice. Yeah,
1: make it your own. Yeah, totally.
0: So what are your like? What do you plan to? I, I feel I don't know if this is a good question, but what do you plan to achieve with this project? Or like, what are aspirations or goals?
1: Hopefully, someone buys it at least. The past, the last EP I did, nobody bought it at all. Yeah, yeah. The one I did two times ago, it was like these random one dude in Canada. Uh, and then the other dude in like the Middle East bought it and for like a total a hundred bucks. Wait, really? And just two of them, yeah. They're my meme friends. Okay. Uh, so there's one song I'm supposed to be doing "Waterway," but it's the Canadian dude. I don't, I don't get it because he just rapped acapella in his car in his Camry uh, on his phone mic, and I just put it over like this reggae sample that I had looped. Uh, And there's not much going on, but that could probably generate more capital. Uh, I'm not saying my goal is to generate capital. but That's a goal. Someone finds it worth buying uh, as some sort of indicator of success. Yeah. But I got a friend, Locos Desparos, he's doing some stuff. Uh, He's going to make like this anime video that could be cool. Yeah. I don't really have goals. That's weird. Yeah. I just want to finish the damn thing because I've been putting so much work into it. Uh, And I go song by song and it'll be like the song's never finished. But when I finish it, it's cool. You're working on
0: that, like a full album right now. Yeah, full
1: album. Cause okay. I did the EP that was cool.
0: There's, are there two EPs up?
1: It's two EPs. One, I was mixing on these horrible speakers, so I boosted the gain of several songs way higher. I need to fix that, but I'll do it eventually. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just it's want hard. to finish it. Yet, but that's my only goal is to finish it.
0: Yeah, cause you always want to keep it moving, and you don't want to like dwell on past things.
1: Yeah, I kind of do. Cause if the songs go hard, I'm like, why make a whole new song when I can just fix the old one and release it?
0: Yeah, but it's uh you don't want to get, I don't know, I, get, it, maybe it's different for me too because I don't, I, I never have control of mixing. The uh shit. that's why I don't
1: outsource it. I hate that shit. Yeah, then you get a freak, a weird mix, and it's like, why is this this? Twenty level?
0: notes, like emails back and forth, and like the band's listening in the car, and everyone's pissed at me because I'm like, nah, the bass the drum doesn't sound right or word. Like, yeah, that's or, how it is. go crazy. Yeah. I also think I've sustained like hearing damage at this point, so I don't even know if I should trust my ears anymore. Oh
1: yeah, I'll usually I'll test it. I know I have hearing damage to some extent because I've been blasting shit in my headphones from like I was ten, yeah. uh, like full volume. Yeah, it's just, full volume yeah. is just what I've been doing. Uh, and then in the car, I blasted more. But I'll test the hardware, and I'm like, if it's not cracking, if the gains not burst it through, then I'm good. And that's that's usually my uh, my barometer of success or viability is that the hardware can handle it at least for twenty minutes.
0: Yeah. So do you do you play like do you do
1: like rap shows mostly? No, I'll do like mixed genres. Usually there's no rappers on the bill, whatever. Uh, whatsoever. Is Usually, there
0: a, is there a rap scene in like New Brunswick?
1: There he is. Nobody knows about it. It's all locals, and it. it exists on Instagram only, basically. <laughs> okay. It's like SB is one of the artists. He's like the prominent spearhead. He's been doing this shit for like ten years. Uh, Ziggy Zombie is a big one. He brings out a lot. L Bezel. Okay. Uh, he's another cool dude. Trust. It's another dude.
0: All all New Brunswick local. Yeah, New they Brunswick. all live in New Brunswick. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm kind of the only guy who bridges the gap. Uh, cause they exist and then there's a bunch, there's a bunch of them.
0: Where do they like play at? Leasing uh,
1: Sin. Uh, they play at shows that I'll book. Usually nobody else knows about them. Yeah. Or they'll book them. This, they'll bu- they'll play above ground shows more, more often than that. So they played at Chamber 43 the other day. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Uh, they'll play at Scarlet Pub. I was open gonna say, mics.
0: I went to a, a show once at Scarlet Pub, like a rap show.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They banned me for some reason cause I was talking shit on Cook Douglas, who I'm friends with now. I'm friends with their engineer. Because uh, he saw some of my shit on Instagram, he's like, "Hey, somebody reached out to me and told me you didn't like the band." I was like, "Yeah, it's kind of mistyly. Kind of felt kind of racist, uh, the Thugless thing." But I know you guys didn't attend this, and we chopped it up. We became friends, but I'm still banned for saying "fuck the cook," "fuck cook Thugless on a an adventure. yeah. Caroline loves them. Yeah, so. she was like, "Oh, this guy's banned. He's never playing it. I was like, oh. how, wait, how do you think they're? Being minstrelly,
0: just like in the the performance of their their song. I just saw
1: trumpets and rap and the name Thug Thugless as opposed to Douglas, and I just thought, well, well, black people are usually painting as thugs. There's no black people in the band, and I'm like, this, I'm like, this is kind of a joke because they're like, I apparently they weren't aiming at being a parody, but I just saw their music videos and it was like absurd. I was like, what is this? I used to have to see them with my ex because she loved them, uh, because her she had a brother who was in a band who played with them a lot, and I had to see them so many times. So I was like, you know what, fuck this band. It's a minstrel band. I kind of, I might have made some, no, I made, I did not make it up. It's precedent from the jazz scenes like the 1920s where people would wear blackface and they would jump around and do black songs. Yeah. Or Mickey Mouse shit. Do you think it was just like a couple of guys just having fun? Yeah, it's just a couple of guys. I knew that. had was a couple of guys having fun. No, I was dude, like, I'm just gonna be there. At the guy. time, it rubbed you the wrong way. Yeah, I was like, I just was like, fuck these guys. I didn't like their music at the time. That's why. I mean, that's that's a <laughs> fair <laughs>
0: opinion to have too. Like, that's that's definitely part that can be more valid in some
1: ways. Yeah, I so. was kind of just trolling too. I just hate. I just hate on people for no reason. Like Animal Collective, I was just hating on them. Uh, I'll I'll just find a reason to criticize because I'm a literary critic and an analytic philosopher, so that, that's what I'm trained to do is yeah. to pick apart things. So I'll do it for fun, and I'll be like, nobody meant harm. Nobody meant harm in this band. Yeah, I
0: mean, people should have thick enough skin where they can take it too. Yeah, like, I love I love criticism. When my friends have something bad to say about something I'm doing, I'm like, please, because I'll I'll be very critical of everything I do, but I like I'm always open to what people have to say, and I love playing shit for people. And then I don't even need to ask what they think about it sometimes. I'll just see how I feel while they're listening to it. Yeah. if they're quiet, if they're quiet,
1: then I'm like, all right, I got to change this.
0: Or if it's a part that's not great, that's coming up and I start sweating I'm like, damn, this part sucks. That's when I realize, like, oh, this part sucks. Yeah. Like, I don't want to show it to people. Why would I want to put it out?
1: Word. Yeah. Uh, What what fucked me up for the longest time was when people were listening to stuff before I produced it. uh, And I was just... Choosing the beats randomly and be like the beat goes hard, yeah. And I'm like, all right, fuck this guy. Yeah. I'm like, all right, fuck, fuck it. I'm producing my own shit. Yeah.
0: Do you find that like sometimes people just want to hear a good beat and you can kind of rap bullshit?
1: Oh yeah, I do. I have a Brazilian friend who loves that one song, "Hobamba," and she's like, it's so uh, what the hell? It's like endearing or something. She's like, it's so romantic. And I was like, she's like, I don't understand the lyrics. So I was like, yeah, that's good. That's good. that's very good. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, people don't. The lyrics are bad in my stuff, usually. And I'll do that on purpose, but I'll make the beat very enchanting uh, so people get wrapped in. And they can't usually, I'll put so much reverb and delay on the vocals that at times it'll be inaudible. Uh, but people will usually hear two words, and it'll be the word bitch and nigga. Uh, my girlfriend gets mad about that. She's like, it's, I don't like this music. And I'll be like, all right, I'll try more. Because I'm trained in creative writing as well. Sure. But I'm just lazy. That's the lazy part. I'll be, I'll go hard on the instrumentation. But on ly- lyrics, nobody cares about yeah. Except when they do care about them, and they hate you for it.
0: Well, it's like the most the most accessible songs are like kind of surface level in some ways. It's just like very accessible. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like so, you no know, one's,
1: no one's gonna pick apart on a like a four hundred level uh, English poetry seminar and like here uses the following soliloquy, uh, uses the following uh, poetic device and conceit to do the following, and we're yeah. gonna extra, extrapolate the following meaning from this. Mm, who's He's doing it? Yeah.
0: It's like I, I I it's fun. I I rap sometimes like very occasionally, but I was thinking about like what people rap about or like sing about or whatever. And I feel like half the time it's just talking about how awesome they are. Yes. <laughs> There's a Have you ever heard Milo? Uh, Sadly, okay. yes. Okay. There's one line, not a fan.
1: I don't even remember how it's music It's sounded. very it's
0: hater. like very rambly but it's like more I wouldn't even say rap as much as fucking spoken word, right? Yeah, spoken word poetry. But um he has a line like why is why is your favorite rapper talking about his brand or something like oh, that. Oh yeah. Like, they're
1: all they aren't they aren't active aware enough to be capitalists generally, but they're just capitalists half the time. Well, they have reason to be. They're trying to make it out of poverty at times. Yeah. Other uh, times they're just trying to I don't know what they're trying to do.
0: Yeah. And, the, like, the landscape for it has changed a lot, but, I mean, if you think of, like, where it came from, like, a lot of it at the time makes sense because it was a reflection of the environment and, like, the people and stuff, and, like, that still has its place in the music. It's just, like, where does the music go after that?
1: Yeah, it's kind of like, I'm great, I have money, even if they don't have any money.
0: Yeah, uh, I've, the illusion.
1: Yeah, I've, I have a rap sheet and some sort of... Uh, pride thing or i've done crime successfully there was one guy who used to rap about never getting killed he ended up getting killed in early age he's like i never got killed uh i never got shot and i've never got arrested
0: i like the line i've done crime successfully like i wish it was a real lyric just up.
1: yeah that's usually it and they're like i'm very good at sex it's, it's like is anyone fact checking these guys it's like that's the other thing
0: yeah that's fucking true
1: I'll oh. try to mime that and mock it in my song so I'll just take it to like a gross heights. Sure. Uh and I'll be like, Wait a second, this is kind of disturbing at this point. Uh <laughs> but it'll usually sound good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a fun thing. If if it sounds good, some people will still like jam out to it. Yeah, people, people, are people like,
1: man, that shit sounds hard.
0: <laughs> so you said like you you pick apart things a lot, like analyze and critically think. Do you do that like online a bit?
1: Yes. That's what I'm usually trolling. Where where does that get you? uh it gets me a big following with the meme lords okay they they call it i don't want to say the name of it because it's like it's a curse word book but it's a slur it's a bad slur uh but they have other names meme book works perfectly fine okay (laughs) (laughs) i have a big following there and they'll see the comments i put on stuff like there's one show being canceled on netflix and i was like good uh, and then everyone got so mad. They're like, what do you mean, good? Explain that. What's so good about this? Uh, and I was like, just is bro. And then they got. So- <laughs> Wait, what show? <laughs> it was like some quote-unquote raunchy animal show, and like, what is it, bestiality? But it was uh, it was like a cartoon animal show on Netflix where it's all about sex. Um, okay, I have yeah, no idea. I have no idea what it was either. Yeah, I thought that show Big Mouth
0: was weird because it's like. About like teenagers going through puberty, like that's being, weird, Being yeah. horny and shit. It's I don't like, want to oh, watch yeah, that. Yeah, I don't like. I don't want to see horny kids. <laughs> <fuck>. What's <laughs> everyone it. Why are we watching this? <laughs> do you do you find that there's like uh, backlash a lot that you have to like? Well, could you talked about like PR before. Does it feel like a lot to deal with at times?
1: Yes, it's it's completely, it's unnecessary at times. This one person got really mad at me because I have this uh, this meme page. Uh, it's supposed to be satirical, and of course, it's like it's like literature. So in literature, there's a lot of words that we don't like and we don't use. I do philosophy of slurs and pejoratives, which is another thing. So when I'm doing that, I have to use these slurs uh, just to exposit and show the effects that they have. So I do these. It's sort of like a social experiment. It sounds great. It just it sounds dumb, but I have I'm pursuing a damn PhD. What's at the, some wait, point. what's the meme page called? Uh, Nigerian Retard Department. Say it one more <laughs> time nigerian retard department okay on facebook yes yeah, so i got, so a few friends hate me for that i was like come on just chill dude i was like just chill yeah yeah I was like just chill okay, well go. it's
0: interesting because i mean based on just this conversation it seems like you'll take things like lightly or like on a satirical level when you're when you're wanting to yeah right no. yeah and I, I think it's important to have that like uh sense of humor in some ways.
1: You have to, and if you don't, it's like an IQ test to an extent, because you're like ruling yourself out. If you can't see the joke, you can't sense the joke, uh, even if you don't agree with it. Like I'll see a bunch of racist shit. At times it's not funny. I'll be able to empathize to a vague extent. and I'm like, if I didn't have the data knowing why this wasn't funny, then I would laugh at it if I was like dumber or something. Uh, and then I would think it was funny, and even but sometimes it is funny sometimes it's racist and funny uh and like you just have to be able to be aware of that and if people can't like, oh yeah they're like oh this is so ableist and i'm like hey i suffer from disabilities and cognitive disability at times uh where do we, what 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 are you what are you even talking about yeah. it's like you're reifying here what is what is this because like i find a lot more benefit you know, as opposed to saying something racist uh, Sexes are able to so say hey this shows evidence of bias you, here. We delimit our claims and We get to the point where it's a tautology. It's true in all cases that way. You can't it, it's not wrong You can't say oh, this is not that biased. You're saying hey uh, If it's racially biased we're saying if you just said you don't like black people or you don't like when black people do this Then you're saying you're leaning to one side of a seesaw we can imagine sure and here. We have a particular race and on the other side, we have everything that's not that race. You just said you don't like when everything that's not that race is not that race. Uh, so, in other words, you just said you don't like blacks. That just that's is bias. When it's,
0: it, when it's summed up to something like that, like, yeah. yeah not, you can't
1: argue against that. So, if people tell me, hey, what you've showed shows some sort of bias, I'll be like, yeah, we're, but it's pretty, pretty damn funny.
0: <laughs> so, is that what your meme page is like?
1: Yeah, it's usually like taking a bunch of political... Or apolitical things, or absurdism, because that's the stuff that I focused on in English was absurdism jokes, and I still do that in philosophy as well. Uh, so it'll just be like orangutans, chimpanzees, uh, and then some profound text, uh, and then I'll be like, "All right, this this, this is absurd."
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think uh, I think a lot of people like, and it's funny, and this is this is gonna sound fucking backwards, but I think like absurdist shit resonates with people in some way. Yeah, because it's just like. I don't know if we've hit a wall as like a civilization or like what happened, but it's almost like a way to cope with like nothing makes sense. Like here's uh, a picture of two fucking monkeys and like some crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, we at some Bertrand Russell or Wittgenstein quote on top of it, and I was like, what the hell? Well, I'll just I I'll like presenting like news facts and news articles, usually because I'll be looking at like Science Alert and random uh, scientific things. There was one funny one that just fits. Like the headline is like, "Damn, we can make fun of uh, racist and anti-scientific people." This that sounds bad, but there's one part where it was like, "Texas man blames roundabouts for," and this part where they put in quotations or quote unquote tornadoes. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's absurd And then the, the page headline The page title idea idea in retarded bar Just made it better And I was like Oh yeah word <laughs> I was like This is anti-scientific it's not, it's not cool What we're trying to say And if you use If you use slurs and pejoratives As a way to combat Those who use slurs and pejoratives It's a bit more rhetorically cutting Than if you were to say Hey what you're saying Is bad and wrong I'm telling. I'm tattling yeah, on you Yeah it's like what? what are you doing Yeah
0: I mean in some cases Fight fire with fire
1: Yeah um, just fight dude I'll just sit there and be like, hey, you've sinned. Because basically that's what you're telling people. Yeah. There was a good author, Edmund Spencer. This is where I learned a lot of this shit. And he wrote The Fairy Queen, which is like a precursor outside of Beowulf to Lord of the Rings. he was like the beginning of the fantasy genre. Uh, This was in the 1600s, Renaissance. And what he wrote, he had this sick preface that he wrote to Sir Johnson or something. Uh, The guy didn't exist is what people theorized. The person who wrote this long preface to, he just made it himself. Uh, And he's like, hey, uh, he was like, I'm writing this because I can't preach a sermon. Because if I was going to preach a sermon, nobody's going to listen to a sermon. So I have to wrap it up in all this ungodly uh, Greek and Roman gods to create like a play. Because people love plays. Uh, And because I can do that, then people are going to read it. You're like, nice. Uh, and the guy didn't exist. Who he was writing it too. He just wrote it himself. Uh, <laughs> but it worked. And I am like, I'm going to do shit like, yeah. So I'm going to wrap everything up in jokes. But I want to convey a message. And I'll do it backwardsly. And you'll have to be able to read to get it. Sure. But if people can't read, then they're just going to see a name. And they're like, Oh, use the R word. What an asshole.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, well, I think there's <laughs> been like a resentment to people, like, quote unquote, call out people or like people on the left. Like you have people like calling people snowflakes and shit like that. So there's a resentment to people who are too morally just and virtue signaling all the time. And I think like a, a proper backlash to the people that are going after quote unquote snowflakes would be to like I said, fight fire with fire. Like,
1: yeah, I usually just curse them out. Uh, I'll be mean to them or ridicule. Ridicule works very well. They'll get angry. Um, but if they don't know, it's ridiculous times. If it's just a part of the joke, and you befriend them, befriending usually works well. Uh, if you can introduce, I'll have a bunch of people who are on the right, and then they'll be introduced just by my usage of memes and esoteric jokes. Yeah, you're, gonna, be, get a, all, yeah. you're gonna get a You're gonna the whole
0: spectrum of people with totally with shit like
1: that, yeah. and they're introduced to leftist politics. Yeah, like this guy's not a liberal. This is on the left, and they'll get them like, okay, I don't really hate this as much as I hate liberals. A little bit. All right, cool.
0: Yeah, I think. I mean, common ground, I think, is important in, like, a dialogue in some way. It can't just be, like, two polarized sides, like, I'm telling on you. Yeah, we're like, I'm telling we're, on you. What are you telling? Yeah. Like, you're telling to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like, to the just, to the mob. Everyone's got their pitchforks yeah, we'll ready. call you out Yeah. On the internet. But where do you see this shit ending? Like, do you think this, like, call-out culture... Uh, probably even, the imminent destruction of the planet. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, grand scheme, yeah, for sure. But do you think people will ever
1: play nice... Yeah then I don't think they're smart enough to do it Uh, maybe if they had a primary school education yeah Uh, because a lot of people don't yeah they don't Uh, but they do they're all in college Yeah. a lot of them are young it's not clear what classes they're taking Uh, I would like to take a class because there was a recent call out of a kid I knew from childhood Uh, and now I'm not really associated with him at all because I I don't live near him yeah I don't really I never really hung out with him too much uh, but what I tasked, this probably wasn't the best, it was kind of autarkic of me, or like in my own world, but I was like, so I was thinking of, his name is Nat Dick Cheney, I know his name, uh, what the hell, uh, there's a professor of law in the Rutgers philosophy, Dean Huzak, uh, in the philosophy department. And his thing was about criminal rehabilitation. He was talking about prisons. I analogized it with call-outs. and like, well, what do you think we should do with these people after they're called out and they're censured for some sort of crime? Uh, what do you want us to do exactly? Yeah. I was like, can we rehabilitate this person? Is that wrong? Because they were making it such that if you even... Thought about this person, and you you have done wrong. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if that's ethically right. I was like, I don't know, I don't know if that lines up.
0: The only concern people have are deplatform them and take away their things.
1: That yeah, that, that's it. That seems fair. Yeah, but people have pushed it further. They're like, this this dude can't have a job. Uh, I was like, all right, I I'm like I'm a random stranger. I was going through some stuff at the time, so some people were I guess sad that I didn't stand on a soapbox and denounce this person but I was literally hospitalized at the time I was literally in sure. hospital yeah. so I was like and I came out I was like I really don't want to be bothered by any of this I'm a complete total stranger yeah. but I guess I have some clout uh, but I was like alright I, I kind of don't no. say I don't your piece I'm, yeah or... kind of like a random stranger I,
0: I mean like I think like considering I was thinking about this recently but like the 90s people got like super nostalgic about it, but there was so, many, so much injustice and like fucked up things going on and paul poly- and, and everywhere but like as far as people being like predators too and shit so like i think oh, co- yeah. i think culture was important because it had to let people know like yo you can't just keep
1: fucking doing this yeah word i like it to an extent yeah i, I was, think i think i was a I,
0: I think people might get carried away in some cases but th- that's just how they're feeling at the time and i can't invalidate how people feel
1: yeah totally you can't that's good uh calling out people is good because you don't want a bunch of random predators me about. Yeah. Once they're known, that like primes me so I don't bring them around people. I don't I don't even associate with these people. I never did it in the past. Yeah. But I always wonder about what can we do on the criminal reform thing. That's what I wonder about. But that's not really the most compelling to people who are just like trying to stay alive and trying to avoid predators on the daily basis.
0: Well the fucking like the prison complex in America is <laughs>
1: fucked. That's bad. Like, yeah. Terribly, terribly trying to that's what using more Interesting to me. i was like, yeah, we get if the person's not going to jail, what can we do to avoid future recurrence? To me, the most compelling idea is not destroy the person's life. This might well no, you we want to bring
0: just, him back to the shit that that's got him saying. in there. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. might just
1: continue doing what they're doing, just go there's one guy, I don't remember who he was, but he fled to like the he fled to East Asia or something. And he continued being a maniac over there. Theoretically, I don't know the guy, I never met him. Um, but I feel like whenever I say shit like that I feel like Donald Trump. Well <laughs> 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 I've
0: heard I've heard this yeah. thing.
1: Yeah, I never met him. <laughs> uh but I think there should be I think somebody somebody should be like, "Hey dude, I told I told the one guy when he got called, I was like, "Get a therapist, dude. Uh go to this therapist. Help? Yeah, yeah, get fucking out, dude. Don't do what you've done."
0: Yeah, I'm
1: all for I'm all for like
0: uh just justice, right? But is there any compassion for the person on the other end? And if so, when? I'm not saying always. I'm not saying everyone should be forgiven always. Oh, yeah.
1: I don't even care about forgiving.
0: But it's just like the, how do you navigate the, the path of that person after? Like, what you, yeah, what's what, the plan?
1: I was like, if you want to kill the person, uh, that's not clear that that would do anything except murder them. Yeah. Uh,
0: I mean, like, uh, I still feel like rapists should get their ass beat. Yeah, <laughs> word. Sure. I'm down with it. Like,
1: that. yeah, definitely, like, kick their
0: ass. But yeah, I don't don't know. It's hard, and I'm not. I hope I'm not coming off as like an apologist or anything. But like, I I just don't. I hope so as well. Yeah, it's it's just tricky. What do you? Oh shit. We're good. I'll call him after. What do you um? What do you think about the election?
1: The election. I think Bernie is good. Uh, for what he must be, it's not gonna be like, hey, I'm gonna destroy the entire. There's that one guy. I think he is the best, the shining star of the entire thing. Did you watch
0: the debate last night? Or I
1: watched a recap. That okay. was it. Yeah, I, I caught sleeping. like half of it. Yeah. yeah. Word. Uh, but I don't like Joe Biden. I don't like Andrew Yang. I don't like... I kind of don't like... Because I operate in Don'ts as a philosopher. Uh, I don't like anyone. I like Bernie Sanders just because he's Bernie Sanders.
0: Sure. Yeah, I'm kind of on the same boat. I like... Uh, like Elizabeth Warren seems like the same as, same policies as Sanders. Like, I'm more like... um a more pragmatic way of doing it or a more, a, a way that will like use the system in a, like a democratic process or whatever. Biden, I think Trump will just fucking, Trump will dunk on him badly. Yeah, he'll die. It <laughs> fucked up badly. Like
1: the Joker versus the Joker wannabe.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Joker
1: yeah. versus Joker 2. And I,
0: well, two I face. think any institutional fucking Democrat, I think, will just not have a chance because they'll yeah. just be roped in with the DNC. And totally, the, yeah. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. It's going to yep. be fun to watch it unfold, because the country is literally split into two. Totally,
1: yeah, so. yeah. Well, the world lies in the hands of the white voter yet <laughs> again, so we'll see what they do this time.
0: Damn, that's kind of fucking true. <laughs> it's wild. I mean, voter turnout was like 54,
1: or 56 percent. Yeah, the non-voters handed it to Trump. Uh, yeah. So let's hope they do it again. Now, I'm,
0: kidding. I'm <laughs> I mean, there's a ton of like voter suppression, too, and like... People in low-income areas that don't have a car and like can't get voter IDs. That stuff is like, rough. You think yeah. at this point they just have an online voting system, dude? Um, right? Fuck if we can vote for American Idol
1: by texting. And totally. Them, yeah. Why can't they just hook that up? Oh, but, not documented. Okay, or oh, it's it's all the bullshit. The country's right? bad. The country's bad. Yeah. The United States is bad. I said it on mic. I'll be deported or something. I was born here. I lived here all the time. So yeah, you're good. You're good. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Don't have to worry about being sent to a <laughs> camp. Yeah. Concentration camp. Yeah. So imagine everyone's listening to this and everyone's very scrupulously uh, noting everything I said. All like, oh, right. Yeah, they're they're taking perfect.
0: notes for when they have to take you down. <laughs> yeah. this, this is it. This will be our downfall. Or, I'm waiting for my call out for whatever the fuck
1: I did. I don't yeah, know. dude. I got called out for, for dumb shit. Yeah, Called out for leaving a hard eyes emoji once. That was the same was the same thing I was telling you about. That's how the person was like. You were trying to get me for years. I was in a relationship as well. I was like I was like, you used to con- you were constantly hard eyes on my stuff. That was the same person who said, uh, uh, "Let's hang out in private so we can have sex." Essentially, yeah, yeah like, it gets tricky. Yeah, it's rough. <laughs> know, but I got called out for that. I was like, I was like oh damn, for a hard like, eyes emoji. Yeah, like he left a hard eyes emoji once or th- probably if because I have an eidetic memory as well. Probably left two, maybe three maximum heart eyes emojis in over three year period okay uh, to a friend who used to tell me routinely let's have sex uh, sure and then I got called out for that yeah I was like alright bro yeah I'll just put my hands up <laughs> <laughs> I guess their feelings changed on it yeah, yeah as soon so. as I call their friend out I called it because I called their friend out that usually doesn't happen people don't call each other out for racism yeah I was the only dude doing it and they're like yo but I, it kind of worked Everyone's like yo it's just Ragcliffe. yeah like, yo he's kind of chill ass dude yeah, yeah. Like weird, yeah. Well, cool, man.
0: It's it seems overall that you're uh, pretty
1: thoughtful, well spoken. You know? Yeah, weird. Yeah, so. Finally, get to finish my college stuff, because uh, I'm doing the philosophy, English, and then hopefully I'll just do philosophical stuff at the professorial level. Public intellectual is my goal.
0: So cool. I
1: can just say random shit like this, and just be heard to an extent. And that, I don't like one well, them. I'm gonna stop there. <laughs> All you can hope to do is uh, educate people,
0: bring them together in some way.
1: Yeah. You know?
0: So, yeah. Totally. Cool. All right, let's wrap this shit. Excellent. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Yes, thank you for having me. Totally.